shining a beacon on the bazaar. Well, this can't go on our kid. It's been 30 days since the orca surrounded us. I know, we're nearly running out of beer. Oh, well, we've run out of beer. It's all you bothered about. <laughs> well, what are you bothered about? We've run out of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> well, we have run out. There's no what's it's left. Oh, man, it's getting bad. We've never had this before. We're down to the last fish. Finger. Shit, you're joking. Yeah. What we've got to do, Matt? Right. So we've tried everything now, we've been out on the little boat, we've tried to sort of harpoon all the whales and everything, that didn't happen. Mate, I was chucking tuna at them the other day, just to say, look, have it, you know what I mean? Oh, fucking tuna, we wanted that! <laughs> I thought you might appease I wonder you encouraged them, they're absolutely crazy for the tuna. <laughs> I opened it! <laughs> I thought they might eat it and go away. Well, it, more of them turned up the oh, tuna hungry. Tuna hungry. Oh, I like chummed the waters a bit. Oh, no, that's it. We're oh, going to eat a bigger island. <laughs> <laughs> so, only one thing we can do. What? Black magic. Oh, cool. Let's get that <laughs> shit on. What I've decided to do, what we're going to do, we're going to actually summon the ah. beast spirits of the orca. That's the a good idea. Yeah, that's it. The soul of the orca. Ooh. The original father spirit of the orca. Don't can go wrong there, our kid. That's no. a diamond plant. No, I, that's the way we need to do it, right? Yes. So, the spirit of the orca is called Anthony. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm quite plain, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Yeah. Tony, just yeah. Anthony. Yeah. I think he answers to Tony as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he does. Yeah, so we'll be all right with that. I mean, they are a matriarchal society, you see. If you so, say so, our kid. So it's usually <laughs> we have discussed this before. <laughs> Does that mean, oh mother, the mother? Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. You will get it. I yeah. just think a bit. <laughs> it's not easy. It isn't. <laughs> So yeah, the Aramitrial matriarchal society. So it's the, it's the female line that really counts. Yeah. But Anthony, the dad of all the Yorkers, you yeah, see, yeah. the sort of the god dad version sort of thing. He, he's out there, you know. He's pottering around. Fucking call him, our kid. So I'm hoping that he'll come in and whoop some ass. Phone number. What do we do? Uh, no, we've got to go through an incantation. All oh, right. That's the thing. So gather around the campfire. Yeah. Like, here we go yeah. now. So like beautiful. Yeah. So I, what I did earlier, I need a little a little bit of blood. Oh, sacrifice nice. sort of thing. So yeah, yeah um, so I'm just going to stamp on this puffin. Got <laughs> <laughs> cross-eyed anyway, yeah, isn't it? Look at him. He's a bit of a wonky puffin. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, well, he's cross-eyed because we look at his beak all the time. Vain puffin. Very yeah, vain yeah. puffin. Yeah, stomp so, him, Mark. Yeah, stomp so him. Good. Here we are. One, two, three, and... Ooh. Oh, that wasn't nice, wasn't it? It shot out everywhere. Yeah, that's it. Puffing plenty blood. of blood, though. Yeah, plenty of blood. So yeah. that's it. Loads of puffing blood. So that's what we need, need to do now. So right. So we'll start the incantation, right? So like, you you need to do some sort of chanting. All right, I, I think I could pull it out of bad. Yeah, you're yeah. quite good at that, yeah. right? So a bit of low chanting. Yeah. Right. Great God Anthony, King of the Orca, come from the dark blue deeps now. I foresee thee to come. Come to us. Come to us, Anthony. Come out of the sea. Working. Wow! Shit alive! Oh, what is that? I've never seen an orca uh, of that size before. Fucking stinks again! He always stinks. Oh, it's beached itself. It's, it's, uh, it's slithering like a great eel up the beach. Scabs all over it and oh, open that is wounds. Ancient god of the it must be old. Now. 
Yorker. I'm down. Worship the Yorker. Huh? We're gonna like, we're gonna have to beseech it to do our bidding. Love you, Tony. Yeah. Th thanks, Anthony. Uh, what do you do with a bit What we need to do, we need a bit of freedom, is it? Because we need to get off the island. We yeah. need to deliver our VHS of the podcast. To the yeah, yeah we need what's it some beer. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Tony. Uh, what sayeth thee, Anthony? Oh, whoa! Whoa! He's bursting apart! He's ripping apart! Oh, look at his stomach! Someone's coming out! His stomach's ah. like an alien! Oh, fuck! Oh. It's Robo Pete! He's back! Oh, You're right, Pete! <laughs> Alright! Yeah! Fucking hell, look at that! So he's basically what seems to me he's survived the. Uh, survived being eaten by the orc. He's just been living, he's been eating it internally by looks at these red out. beards. He's got children in his beard! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been keeping him going! Oh, fucking hell! It's my that. pleasure, Pete! Jesus! You know, the thing is, he stinks, but not as bad as normal. Of course, that's because he's better, isn't it? Yeah, he looks all glistening with sort of like... Uh, he's like digested off him or something, yeah. you know what I mean? How are you feeling, Pete? Well, there's a sexy moose. Oh, fair play. <laughs> that's all right, <laughs> <is> that, <yeah? laughs> You can't fault, lad. So, what do you plan now, Pete? What's the, what's the, uh, what's the idea? What are you going to do? I could fuck a sea cucumber. Where's my drug? Where's my... Oh. Yeah, alright, you do that. I go and fuck off, Pete. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, we got some casting. At do. least he's back. We yeah. don't have to get a new one. That's it. Excellent. He's, he's going for the little boat. What's oh, he's, he's, if he's in the boat now, let's see the orca attack him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off he goes. He's going to the mainland. Love you, baby. Oh, Chris on the menu. Yeah. Fish fingers and all, you mucky old tramp. Yeah, this is it. So we're back on it, Arkin. Oh, and that's you know better. That? Yeah, because this is Crack and Cove, the podcast that shines a beacon onto the bazaar. And I'm Matt. I'm a Benny. And this is the official episode 100 wow, of Crack and Wow, a Cove. century? Yeah, we've done 100. That's amazing, isn't I, it? I was listening to a, uh, a, a, a some sort of fact the other day about podcasts, and I reckon that only something like 5% get past episode 20 or something. Oh, right, yeah. So to get to episode 100 is actually really, really difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've plugged away, we've done I it. I can't remember when we started, how many years we've been doing it? Two or three years now. Yeah, yeah. it might be three. It's like pre well pre-COVID, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. So, it's, yeah, we've been plugging away at the old show. Yeah. I think we've done quite well. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll have to do is start releasing a few episodes. Yeah, it'd be nice, <laughs> I didn't it? tell you, did that? <laughs> it's never been out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just been letting them stack up sort of old news <laughs> and that. <laughs> news agents, loads of VHSs that beats the Yeah, that's it, just sitting on them all, yeah. Put them in wrong box. Just like little B-movies all laid up, all VHSs with all the shows on it, you know what I mean? It's like, you know. Oh, 100's good though, I'm proud of that. Yeah, proud. Well done, Skip. But we're not necessarily got a special episode planned for it, because people Think, oh, right, you gotta do this, gotta do that. And I think I was sort of overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So much. And do you know what? Every episode special at Crack Exactly, it's very true, is that? Yeah, that's it. I've got it? A little, we've got a little bonus episode coming just for 100. I did a little bit of something. Well, yeah. that's coming down the pipeline. Well, pipe we'll line. say it is, is yeah. the fact is, Benny has done a seance. <laughs> a full on <laughs> fucking seance. So there's hijinks and fun to be had from that. So yeah. what we might be doing is releasing that as video. 
Yeah. So we're going to get it. Well, on. it's going to be hopefully audio and video, but it's a lot of work to. This is fucking three and a half hours of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> we need, I need to rattle three episodes down. there. I, I go say no. We need to really edit that down. Yeah. So we go well. He, he says we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he means is you really need to edit that down. Matt. <laughs> well, I'm trying on my etch sketch. It's just been fucking doing no. When I get a chance, I've been a very busy boy. Yeah. But yeah. When, when we get a chance, we're going to get ourselves the the episode of the seance yeah and um, and hopefully it'll be uh, entertaining fun and mm. something a bit different I've not had a chance to listen to it yet but seriously there's a chance that there could have been some sort of perhaps shenanigans some kind of summoning going on it, it, we were very silly at the beginning of it very silly <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a little bit of tomfoolery involved as well just to get, you get, get that idea. exactly but later on it did go fucking weird you know yeah. what I mean it's worth listening to because we did go serious at the end and we did get something a little bit out of yeah. it so it could be fun. Yes. So, yeah, so it's a little bit different from Crack and Cove. So we're, we might be releasing a, a seance special, mm. uh, and that might be coming out. It's definitely going to come out as an episode, Yeah. Uh, and it's possibly going to come out on our... Because we do actually have a YouTube channel, yes. which we yeah, just yeah. don't do anything with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bang a video on that one. Yeah, so that's yeah. it. We do that, yeah. But we also we can find us on like um, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, Podbean, obviously, that's where, that's our host. You know, and if you did want to get in touch with us, it's crackandcovepodcast at um, gmail.com or it's crackandcove, yeah, crackandcovepodcast at gmail.com. It's uh, crackandcovepod at uh, Instagram and on Twitter we are crackandcove. Mm. So send us an email with all your little messages or ideas and things. Or any get, weird stories that yeah. has happened to you? Anything weird at all? Let us know. Yeah, feel free to DM me as well because I do have some DMs from people who I do know. In fact, yeah. we've got one today have from we? a message from people. We're going to go through that a little bit oh, later nice. on. nice. Yeah, a little bit of an, uh, Someone's listen. out there! Yeah, well, we did. We get a few stories in. Yeah, we got oh, a few dicks cool. and dabs in. Yeah, yeah. some like that. We got a message from uh, Mr. Drem, who's a regular listener, cool. uh, saying that it was at the Pooh Museum recently. Ah, uh, Pooh uh, Museum! <laughs> and he did get the explanation why uh, white dog poo is not around anymore and it's oh, what wow. I've always said which is the fact that dogs are eating bones, bones yeah, yeah that's it yeah, yeah. that's Excellent. the thing so apparently wolf shit turns white does it yeah that kind of turns thing. white well just because all the all the minerals and stuff leach out of it just yeah. leaving the calcium sort of skeleton of the turd behind oh interesting yeah I don't have to smell of it that large it's a skeleton of a turd because it is made of bone see that's weird isn't it I bet the smell goes as well I <laughs> You hope so. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what it smells like. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get cast in yeah. that <laughs> Now, the first boat out of the harbour today, our kid, is... <laughs> I'm not sure if you class it as 14. It's definitely strange, right? Mm. But I couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main <laughs> thing, our kid. Right. And it's it's the strange death of Gary Hoy. All right. Now, Gary, Gary Hoy. Hoy, right, he was... Um, couldn't stop giggling at the <laughs> death of... <laughs> <laughs> you wrongers. <laughs> I don't think it's like with Gary Hoy, right? So Gary Hoy, right, was a 38-year-old... Um, corporate and securities lawyer, right? And he worked for a Toronto-based law firm called Holden Day Lewis, uh, Holden Day Wilson, sorry. And 
I've seen photos of him. He seems like a really highly respected, decent kind of guy. Mm. But he's your almost like your archetypical uh, Chad sort of thing. You know? Chad. Yeah, you know, you're sort of like uh, okay, bro. Oh you know yeah, I mean? he's a bit of a go for a cup of choo choo. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. going for a cup of choo choo. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's that, that guy, man. right? And he's he's sort of obsessed with um, the modern architecture of his building, right? right? Yeah. So you have this sort of thing where you'd be like, you know, they're talking to people about how bloody great, you know, he's this amazing sort of tower block they're in, how well engineered everything is, how safe everything is, and all that, right? right. And he had a little party trick he liked to do, <laughs> right? Which was he'd like to just run full tilt at the window, jump in there, and throw himself against the window, boy, just bounce off it, right? Fucking hell! Just to prove how strong everything is now. Well, designed this Wow! I can see. Oh, so on wow. the 9th of July 1993, so a good while back now, a reception was held for law students interested in apprenticeships at Holden Day Lewis. Right? So there's loads of humans there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Hoy was giving a tour. <laughs> I see what you mean now. I see what you mean. I decided to demonstrate his favourite throwing himself against the window of Toronto Dominion Bank Tower so the students could see just how resilient the crowd was. The thing is, he's in the, you know, you're in the crowd, aren't you, doing the tour? Yeah. And he's one of them who hasn't gone to the window, he's run to the window, hasn't he? So he's, like, turned away from them and ran. Yeah. So he's, he's telling them all about the building, right? He's busting our miss. Well, made it is, right? <laughs> And then he threw himself in the window, right? And what occurred next happened all too quickly and I no doubt bet. left everyone in the room utterly horrified. Instead of bouncing off the window, Hoy went straight through, <laughs> plunging 24 stories oh below. Oh my god. But the glass didn't shatter. He just popped out of oh. his <laughs> <laughs> So he's sliding about on the glass on way down, feeling it and that. Oh, and it slips off. He's like, this demonstration of amazing this tower is oh, like he's man. boasting apparently he's a bit of a blowhard bit of a show off yeah, he likes being yeah. a showman sort of thing so yeah. it's like you know because obviously do this and people were quite shocked like, yeah. you know, the boing is yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, room yeah, hey, he told you. yeah there he is Gary's there what a guy <laughs> Gary is you know what I mean Jesus that's worse that? than the smash actually isn't it the whole that's plate going, going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah then that you know you stood there and the wind's coming in and that and you realise you're high up don't yeah. you <laughs> well the thing is what if you're giving the tour, right? So oh, all these man. people, you need, I don't know if you've been, well, you remember sort of like being in, in buildings where somebody's giving a tour. Yeah, There's one yeah. guy there yeah. giving a tour, you've got 10, 15 <laughs> people wandering and they don't know anybody. Yeah. Door opens, everyone in the office looks at him and it's like Gary's there. Hi, everyone. Hi, yeah. hi. You know what I mean? It's like wandering through. They don't know these students. The students are a bit nervous. Oh, hello. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, all this follow. sort of thing, you know? So, but then the guy giving the demonstration <laughs> suddenly hurls himself out the window. <laughs> Because I hope he normally does his second speech after. I, I, I hope he didn't say, right, the, I'm going to do this. I hope he's just like, right, yeah, I'll hey, do check it. this out. Yeah, and then it's like, this is how strong the building is. Yeah. You, can do, you know what I mean? They just, there's no reason for it. Like, he just went well, mad. I, I think he'll have done it just for the shock factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, he will, I don't think he goes, hey, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just. He'd look behind you like, what the fuck is he running from? Well, the thing is, well, when, he said, when he said, hey, check this out, big grill in his face, hurls himself, like, goes straight to the window, disappears, Jesus. screaming, you know, 20, <laughs> 24 stories. Like, everyone else standing around going, well, what? 
yeah. yeah what, what, what now? Because they're now, yeah. they're leaderless. Yeah, they don't know where to go, do they? They're no, lost. They're looking <laughs> around, and everyone else working will just do this, sort of like, pop. Ah! What just happened? What? Where's Gary? <laughs> Where's the whole He didn't do that and... thing, did he? Oh my god. What did any any reports of the noise of him going down or anything? Did Nothing. He, he all the same these he just he was a hundred and sixty pound man, so he was, you know, he was a big built guy, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's <laughs> just running at it. <laughs> <laughs> so just oh well it's like it was just a one hit. God. It was just one hit. <laughs> Oh, then wind, you know, douche, and then the wind. Because you, psh. I wonder if he did scream. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I think you would. I think because he would. Dis- I think the shock at first, he just thought, "What? What? The- what? What?" And then I, I think he'd be in the four oh. or five stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just think, "Oh shit!" I think you'd scream. Well, I wonder even if the glass that he's on <laughs> is protecting him from the wind, and he's oh. just sort of feeling himself against the glass, going, "Why stop? Go- what?" Then he looks through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Whoa, that feeling if he were on it, yeah, and he's looking through it. Oh, because he God. won't feel the wind. Yeah. All he'd be doing is looking through the glass at the ground, speeding wow. towards him. I always, I always swear in an intense situation. I always get a swear out. No, what? Oh, I'd be definitely saying fuck, fuck, shit, yeah, bollocks, yeah, shit, yeah, fucking yeah. hell, fuck, yeah. Car crash and all that. That's the only thing I do. Is fuck. <laughs> Car crash and all that. <laughs> You've been in so many. <laughs> yeah, a few. <laughs> some my fault, some not. Yeah. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> Look at that fucking gnarled car, you know what I mean? All like, I know is I swear like a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will mention him when your car crashes on the day of it. What a was it the roundabout? No! One! <laughs> Which one? It was the one where you go along headingly, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw them girls and you're trying to give them blood eye and you're sort of standing out. You're Turn back around again like, oh, shit. There's a car shit. in front of you and you're doing about 35 mile an hour straight to the back of it. Yeah, that would have bad. Fucking had half ounce in back at car. <laughs> <laughs> Well's worth dealing. <laughs> <laughs> like something from fucking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, that was bad. No, so they say, look how you so. I mean, to be fair, it's, a, it's a, is it a bad or a good way to die? Awful way to die. Look, if you think about it, Gary Hoy, he's kind of made his name, hasn't he? Yeah. It was an idiot's way to die. But he could funny. do that. He could do that now, couldn't he? Like yeah, set himself on fire and run through a supermarket. No, that's, or that's disturbing. <laughs> right, but this is funny. All oh, right, yeah, in you the know, funny annual. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you just uh, you kind of got to hold your hand up. I mean, did he feel stupid? He's got twenty-four stories. To did feel. he? Did he have time to blush? Yeah. <laughs> what if he did? You never know. Well, he started getting his Canadian into so yeah. like have that little bit of polite side to it. Like, gosh, dang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. smash! Oh. Wow. That's big, isn't it? Imagine he's is seen it from ground. <laughs> I know, like, but thing is as well, it, well yeah, you just yeah. said, wouldn't you? Both of them flying out of Getting closer to you. And that would be a bad thing to say. That would be really bad. Bad yeah. thing to say with that. But at the same time, everybody in that building knew Gary Hoy and knew he did this thing and knew what had happened. Yeah. Round the wall, cool. Bell-end. Yeah, you yeah. bell yeah. That's what he everyone would be saying. what he deserved, Yeah, you're it? thinking, you fucking idiot. Especially if you're doing it against the same window all the time. Not, you know it's <laughs> really weaking, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, again it's and you again. You can see it creaking and yeah. that. And you sort of think, Gary, if I, I, you, a, I can feel a breeze here, Gary. I don't know if you should do that yeah, trick anymore. would you throw yourself against would the window? Would I like, fuck? Yeah. I wouldn't trust anything like that, ever. Do you know what I wouldn't? Do you know those glass floors? 
Yeah, I don't want to go on them. I'm all not those going bridges. On them. No. Well, what's the point? No, absolutely. There's no point. There is no point. Except no. for that fucking horrible feeling like you're gonna die. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that roller coaster. I'm not getting on any of them. We've seen state people get fucking. I'm hallelujah. I'm glad you've said that. Oh man, they're a death trap. Absolute fucking death trap. You're getting on a ride that's maimed and killed people, and he's yeah. like, yeah, it's killed people. The only reason people get on them is to feel alive because yeah. they're so close to death. It must be. It must be. I don't be. need no, that. I don't at all. I'm yeah. absolutely fine. I, I, I only the last last proper roller coaster I went on. It was because when the kids were little. Yeah. And we'd all got to some amusement park, and because the kids were only little, mm. they could only go on the teacups and little yeah, dragon ride yeah, and all yeah, this sort yeah. of stuff. You know what I mean? All little stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm wandering around. We've been there for hours, and I'm thinking to myself, "We well, spent a fortune on this, and we've yeah. not gone on any rides. Yeah. I've just stood it with bloody, you know, nappy nappy sacks and bloody yeah. bags and stuff like this, and I've been waiting. And I thought we we, we spent for four and you know, two adults and yeah. two kids to come out. We've not we've not gone on anything. Yeah, and I mentioned proper. this to my wife, and she sort of says, "All right, well, what do you want to do about it?" I said, "Well, I want to go on a bloody ride." Yeah, give me the biggest. Yeah, she goes, "Well, which one do you want to go on?" And I said, "That one." Yeah. Right, and it's you, you've all seen it now. It's like a, it looks like a donut around a pole sort of thing. All right. And it's and you're getting the donut. Oh, uh, not one of them arms that chucks you about. No, no, it goes, it just goes, do, 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 and then just drops you. Oh, yes. One yeah. of them, right. See, so one of these rides. So it will go up this thing, and the view was astonishing. It was absolutely <laughs> amazing, amazing view, right over. So you think, well, this is lovely. <laughs> right. And then, then it drags you up and drops you again. Then it goes, oh. drop, 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 drops you I'm again. I'm right. up! Yeah. So I get off and like, and all these loads of photos of me on it, you know what I mean? Our mouth open, red, right, right, red, red face. <laughs> Screaming. You know, get off and your know, wife and kids are like, oh, daddy, you know, I was eating, you know, right, I'm going home. Come on, come on, come on, get in car. We're I'm never going, to, <laughs> never going back here. Stop crying, we're getting in car. Go on, go on, get out. Every time, don't you even enjoy them as a kid? You're just getting thrown about. You can't see what's going on. And those ones with those arms, and chucking you about all over. What is them? Oh, no. no. Do you know what is a nice one? Yeah. Is, you know the little, like a little log thing that goes like a little... Yeah, little, a little log shoot or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 just chugs on like a little stream. Yes, yeah. I'm there on that, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm and right occasionally you might see so like a cheeky giraffe that squirts water or something. Yeah, no, you yeah. might see something like that just gives you a bit of... Just yeah. chugging around. No, that's that. all right. And yeah. it, even better ones where, where they're a bit high up. And look out over like a little zoo sort of thing. Oh, nice. some and yeah. or some cafe One of them little trains that go around, quite a lot of those little trains. Yeah. I just yeah. like moving really yeah, slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm game with that. Mate. I don't need to be thrown around like an idiot. I don't, I just, I don't get them, mate. They look yeah. awful. It's terrifying. If you want a fucking thrill, like throw yourself against the glass yeah. of a multi story building <laughs> yeah. and see what happens. <laughs> see, what, see what you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get that for it. free. Yeah, exactly. Well deserves, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I sort of like uh, I like because you know uh, I'm still going through the dystopian science fiction. Uh, yeah, you're still, yeah, still on it. Yeah, still on the train. Still on the train. What yeah, are you so, on now? Yeah. Well, I've just I've just finished. Um, obviously, uh, I'm big fan. I've been blowing the trumpet of yeah, uh, 2001. Um, 2001 Space Odyssey. Right? You do 2010. I've never read that one. Yeah, don't shit. <laughs> oh, is it? It's a fucking stinker. Wow. It is a stinker of oh. a book. He's obviously been 
told to write this book and yeah. then he said I don't want to write I've got no ideas for it yeah. and then he's then they've sort of said right no here's, here's a million pounds do a book and yeah. he's obviously said I don't want it it's not worth it I have no ideas still yeah. then we'll say we'll tell you what we'll send um, we'll send Sandra from accounts to help you yeah. you know and it's just it's it's almost like part sci-fi book part Mills and Boom it's just mental oh, it doesn't work yeah. it's it's a shit book yeah. Has it got Brody out of jars in it still? Well, yeah, but not in books. <laughs> <laughs> but weirdly enough, actually, yeah, because you can imagine him. <laughs> you go, that's good. Yeah, no, you can yeah. imagine him. But that it's, it, it's... In fact, I am going to give you spoilers in it, right? <laughs> yeah. That uh, Dave, who yeah. is sort of like a Hal 9000, uh, he's always saying, Dave, I don't want you to do this, Dave. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, he, he sort of travels through the stars and everything like that. You know, it's like, it's weird. He goes through that mad thing at the end of 2001, right? Yeah. Well, it basically becomes like a spirit sort of energy. Dave or Hal? Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that from Dave, Dave movie, yeah. yeah, Dave becomes yeah. this sort of, sort of like, sort of this spirit energy sort of thing, right? Yeah, like you see, he becomes old yeah. and everything. But what uh, that represents him leaving his body and becoming like this reborn again baby. Wow. So at the end, you see yeah. baby, baby, that's him. Baby Dave. Baby Dave. Wow. But I'd be reborn again as a spirit energy entity yeah, driven yeah. by and part of this strange Remember thing. that from movies, next to Free Ginny turns up like a ghost next to a fridge somewhere in Brody's kitchen. Well, that's in the, yeah. that's in the book, yeah. That, that happens. <laughs> it's that kind of shit. But he sort of, he goes on these mad little missions on Earth to sort of like see his mum or see oh, people. Oh, no. And these loads of little love interest things. And oh, just, no. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking mental. Yeah, he's next to Brody, fucking next to Fridge. You've been playing on them swings again. Told you not to. Get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute horseshit. So avoid yeah. it. Yeah. But um, I'm re. I've just finished a book. Right. Uh, it's it's called the Great Forgotten Dystopian Book. Wow. Right. Uh, and it's by Amy Dick. I believe it's called. Right. Do you know what I even said <laughs> when I was going to mention that you'd do a little chuckle? I knew that. I said the word Dick. You can't be called Amy Dick. She's <laughs> <laughs> called Amy Dick. Right? <laughs> Amy Dick End. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a book called They. Alright. And the weird thing, it's, it's such a strange book, really weirdly written as well. And it's almost like a, a sequence of like small nightmares in a weird way. Right. And it's in the, imagine like almost like a 1920s or 30s or 40s, like a um, sort of sort of idyllic kind of scenes where people are going on little picnics on beaches yeah. and walking on the sort of like sand dunes and hills and stuff yeah. and they're living in little sort of villages places. And the artists, so they're sort of painting and, and, and like little sort of collectives where they get together and draw, paint, you know, yeah. work together and investigate each other's work. Yet there's this, there'll be this, and then they'll say, and we looked over towards the top of the sand dunes, and three figures stood there watching. And it's all written in these very clipped, crystalline kind of lines, very sort of cool and not sort of, you know, and it's so disturbing. Who were three people on top of it? They. Oh. They were there. They were watching. Well, they they were don't really interact. They're just there or something. Well, it's like then she'll get home from one of these little beaches and stuff and she'll just go in a room and everything's fine and she'll have one of her books has been taken. Mm. And then another book and another book. And what it is, it's a world where they, or them, uh -huh. um, don't want 
any art, anything creative, anything made, no music, no uh, writing, no sort of uh, painting. No telling. <laughs> Uh, no televisions, absolutely. Oh, yeah, That's right. what's encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Jesus, it were a nightmare then. <laughs> it, but that's always on in every room at all times, sort cool. of thing. In these other rooms, sort yeah, of things. Yeah. The TV's on, so everybody's watching TV. They're not making or anything, they're just consuming. Yeah, yeah. That's what her kind of nightmare vision is this constant consumption without creation, sort of thing. Yeah. And anybody who's making. <laughs> should be called me. <laughs> <laughs> There's Ben stood on the hill watching. <laughs> he he borrowed one of my books, the twat. <laughs> I won't return it. <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> I put it under my TV. It was a bit low. Yeah. <laughs> my chair had a bit of a wobble. I can watch, I can watch telly. It's <laughs> telly proper now. <laughs> are they right? are they proper people? Are they yeah, they're the are people. It's almost like these, almost like the masses. Almost, ah, it's like right. got to the point where everybody all to the poets so are outnumbered. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're kind of almost like hunted, but it's not like a government collective. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's almost like there's been some sort of quiet coup where these people have taken over yeah. bit by bit and. The general masses sort of really support. Do you know? Do yeah. you know? It's almost like the dumbed down sort of politics of going on at the moment now, where they talk about um, sort of like, oh, we're all sick to the death of so-called experts. Oh, it's, it's, I'd and seen people that. talk. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's been a massive, dangerous. Thing, yeah, <laughs> massive thing through COVID was that huge yeah. thing where saying oh, we're sick of the opinions of bloody experts. Fuck. What we need is some good, honest sort of common sense. Yeah. You know, vaccines could kill us, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you got to keep things like that in mind. But that's what um, that's what this is. It's all where the masses. So it's like these lovely towns and people would call them sightseers. They call them. Yeah. So they'll hear that something, an atrocity might have gone on in a village or a town or something, and the sightseers turn up, and they encourage the kids to piss against the walls or throw litter. Wow. And they're, they're always incredibly cruel. So you'll see a mm. bunch of like little five or six year olds are running and giggling. And they're playing and running, and then they'll sort of like do something, and then as they run away laughing, they'll find like a dead kitten with its eyes poked out. Oh, on the floor. wow! <laughs> yeah, it's these sort of really unsettling, dark actions. Mm. And but then each. What's this? He's garden! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> It's unbelievable, I love it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but um but the each chapter is a new story. Right. So it's but not set like in that world. Set but, in that world, but even yeah. that world's slightly different. And then that, that yeah. same person then is on another almost like they've woken up from or they've slipped into another dream sequence. Oh, it sounds a bit of a fucking nightmare, yeah, does it? It's, it's not fucking, like it. Yeah, it's unsettling as yeah, all hell. It really sounds but like it's brilliant. when I when I say it, I mean having done a bit of writing, I know good writing. Yeah. This yeah. is really good writing. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, really good writing. You know, where does uh, she get inspiration for shit like that from? It's yeah, really she must be it's a just sort of, Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it is just utter. Well, it's from being she is a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think. <laughs> Ironic. She, yeah. How do you mean? Go with penny drops, you'll get there eventually. What's in here? Amy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Oh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, but but the 
thing with it is um, it's that thing of being an outsider or shunned. Yeah. Uh, and especially this, this novel's written about 1977. Wow. Yeah. Where, you know, and of course the rise of things like TV and that kind of medium. Yeah, you, you could think it, over. Yeah, taking over. Yeah. You know, that sort of, even, you know, even early forms like video and film, that yeah. kind of film, rather than just cinema. It was this sort of thing was taking over people's lives. People were going out and doing things less. Yeah, sitting yeah. in and just the four channels as well. Now we've got so much choice. You know, well, no one's three then. Yeah, but that's the scary thing. Everybody watching the same thing at the same time. Yeah. We were like suddenly like a weird church thing, wasn't it? Yeah, or, and it didn't matter what was on. Yeah, you know you were mean? getting watched. Yeah, yeah. getting watched, and that's the yeah. thing. They were just thinking, well, hang about well, you. Know, why, 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 why do you do that? You know. And um, and I just found this it was genuinely unsettling and unnerving, mm. but also very very thought provoking. So it's called They mm. by Amy Dick. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's only slim volume as well. The great lost dystopian novel it is being described, and I mm. I give it a, I give it a ten out of ten, mate. Absolutely oh, love it. Yeah, really really good. I'm well. enjoying your little sci-fi corner yeah, books. Yeah, sci-fi like corner is a bit, bit unusual. Yeah. Sci-fi corner. Sci-fi corner. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I've got about five new in the in the offing as well. Oh so yeah. Yeah. Good yeah I don't know the name of the writer of this one. I can't remember. I've just started reading. It's called Ice. So I'll let you know how that one goes. Well, uh, please do. Yeah, so that, that's pretty Stay fun. tuned for more, yeah. listeners. There's another little subject that's quite close to my heart, which is I'm going to cover a little bit here. We've got about, I think, about four stories here, maybe three, three, three or four stories. And this is just from Reddit, is this? Yeah. And it's something I'm trying to look into a little bit more, but it's kind of a bit unnerving, unusual, and comes under other little banners. Yeah, yeah. But it's real life goblin sightings. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I was thinking about them other week. You had your Argentinian woman. It was like gnomes or something. We're on yes. about. That was a scary fucking video. That, that that's lingered in the Benny brain. Yeah, that. as me. Yeah, yeah. unexplainable. Well, there's quite similar videos to that. Yeah, you've seen uh, for goblin sightings as well. Oh. Where it's just these little little things just kind of rock up, mm. and and you just see something waddling in the sight and grinning. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's there's a story I've tried to find and I, I might have even mentioned it on the cove before where it was just outside Leeds do you know as you go up Gelded Road yes. away from up towards sort of Ikea kind yeah, of yeah. Way, yeah yeah far away from the cove yeah. <laughs> 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 but up round there it's all, it's all a bit weird between that weird there. graveyard that looks like fucking good the band and the ugly on the left hand side yeah that's a Jewish yeah. graveyard is, is it yeah, I was wondering why it would look really weird you yeah. know what I mean it was wondering why all swastikas were it hasn't it's been fucking oh you're joking oh, it has it. It has shit that whole time yeah you know, it's, it's a bit weird. fucking weird it's it really weird but it's the area where it is is, is a hinterland of oddness I find yeah it's these weird, sort of smooth, featureless, rolling kind of um, yeah. hills, and nothing really there. And they always just, they're, 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 I mean, he's been stuck there, just a traveller's camp stuck there. Oh, yeah. Which is sort of like, you know, you sort of think, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's this, it's been left out in the middle of nowhere. And you yeah. sort of think, well, what, you know, well, but there's no facilities for anybody there. There's nothing, it's not like a shopper or yeah. people. 
you know, and then you eventually get up to this great sort of mecca of sort of like consumerism, which is the, the idea. Really, and you all think that. about it, it's like the, it's the, it's the what's the in between your ass and your balls, your gooch. <laughs> yeah. It's like a gooch road, isn't it? You know, like industrial yeah, city, and then you go strange, to super yeah. big hill of consumerism yeah. at the top of it. Yeah. And I, I used to drive that so much, you yeah. know, there. I, you know, when I, I used, to, used to work for delivery. You know, yeah. They never got unweird. They yeah, always got, they yeah. always remained yeah. weird. Uh, in a strange place, it's sort of like, yeah, it's, 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 it's give me the Thursday afternoon feel. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Gambling site in there. Well, there was a farm up around there, and I remember reading for Tea and Times sometime in the 90s, it was. Yeah. So we're going back now. And it was up there, and it was basically on this farmland. And what it was, it was like a farm. So they had stables, they had a few fields more than anything. So it wasn't like cows and chickens or all like that. It was more sort of stables and farmland, as in sort of grazing land for horses. Yeah. And they started seeing a goblin. Whoa! And what was happening is, you know, they'd do something, and all of a sudden this thing would materialise, almost like with a, a stink of sulphur. Wow! This thing would suddenly be there, and it would just be screaming at them. Jesus! Stamping his feet, and it, it'd be about maybe two feet, foot and a half tall, something like wow. that. Like, what, um, a broad grinning mouth but with full of sharp little teeth Ooh, if I remember right it was like a brownish sort of like a little tanny orangey brown oh that's thing. fucking yeah. nasty yeah and it was it was just be raging but absolutely sound like the sound had been turned off oh like you couldn't get that into dimension yeah well. and then it'd sort of just again same sort of thing it'd just disappear with almost like a little puff of smoke Sulfur or sulphur yeah it's almost like it'd been tuned in then tuned out again oh. this thing would appear and it'd be at odd times you'd just be walking out across the Across the yard to go sort of get some hay or something for the horses, then bang, this thing would appear. Oh, Reek and it's raging sort of thing. Well, it pops off again. Yeah, it pops off again. That is terrible. Yeah. That is really terrible. Yeah, and I can't find this story anywhere anymore. Yeah. But I did read it there and I realised, because even got to a point, I actually went on a little mission to try and find that little farmhouse and I couldn't find it. Weirdly enough, I've been to a farm up around that area. Really? Yeah. What were you looking like at some What were you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> no, what did you eat the night before? <laughs> Well, oh, it's a long story. I don't even know if I can say it on here, but it was, um, there were a bloke at the docks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, called Phil, ginger hair, big bloke, what's like oh, up. Yeah, he, his mum and dad owned a farm up there. Yeah. Um, I went up and met his mum. I don't know really why, you know what I mean? Any weird stuff I like that. I yeah. saw him later on with the wife, I'm like, oh, thank God he won't. Fucking <laughs> 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 It was a weird farm though, because it, it was so covered in industrial shit around it. Yeah. I couldn't tell you where it was again, you know what I mean? I no. just, just turned up there. I know he sold it because of that little man. <laughs> yeah, so that was a weird one. So what I've gonna have I've I've tapped onto the old uh, the old Reddit forums nice. to find some, some true signs, some goblins. Yeah, I like that. So this is from uh, Rung Ho uh, Young Hosu. This is a story, right? I'm writing this because I made an account here ages ago so I could ask this and get some insight but I never had the courage. I finally feel like doing it today because it's heavy on my mind again. So I grew up in an old house in the south, kind of in the middle of nowhere, so this is American South. Yeah. The house was laid out somewhat circular as you, so you could walk from the living room uh, through most of the rooms just by walking the complete circle and end up back where you started. Mm. Which I find really weird. I'm very yeah. hard to sort of imagine this, but it sounds like an amazing sort of place. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Right? So when I was around five, 
Me and my younger sister were chasing each other in circles while my mum was cooking dinner. I was in front of her and we were laughing and carrying on. When we got into the dining room, in the inside corner there was a small greenish creature with a dark cloak on. Wow. It had pointy ears that stuck out and sharp teeth. I was young, but I was still very small, so I'd say maybe two foot. It looked kind of like it had been at the bottom of a pond or something. Oh. Very old and tattered. It put its fingers to its lips and was grinning. Uh, lynch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doing stomach any Yeah, don't you tell your mummy. I slammed to a stop and my sister was chasing so close she ran right into me, which pushed us both around the corner into the kitchen. We both started screaming and my mum ran to us to see what was the matter, but the thing had gone. This has haunted me now for 25 years. And although I've done tons of searching, I've never found anything that really fits what we saw. For a long time I thought maybe I'd imagined it, and if I weren't for my sister who's also seen it, or my mum remembering our very real terror, I would have probably written it off. Have you got any ideas what this could be? There were lots of things that happening in the house when I was young. There was disembodied voices, things moving, super weird dreams. But that was obviously the weirdest and most unsettling thing. And a little idea, it says, let me mention, the thing didn't look like any little man or gnome or anything like that. It was more akin to a gremlin type with no hair I could see and green skin. Oh, God. Isn't that weird? Well, yeah, I have to say, it's not a coincidence. It's a strange house, round, and they're running around in circles. You know, you you go around the bonfire in circles, don't you? you, know, you Are you thinking of summoning? Yeah, I think they've uh, accidentally summoned, or they've... You know, they've peeked into the other dimension because of they've cast it as I a circle. I wonder which way they were running round because you know that's that means a lot to something. Does it? Yeah, these these these. You go around clockwise, it's okay apparently. Yeah. But if you go the other way, there's a term it's called widdershins. Wow. If, if you go in anti-clockwise direction around things, and I yeah. think that's that that's the summoning way around apparently. Is well, to I go saw it. Widdershins or dance widdershins around a sort of like a, a, a central point. Because what was the house doing being made in a circular manner yeah, anyway? Yeah, and it's already got voices and all that. I saw some um, this African shaman. Uh, this bloke was filming him back in the seventies. And he's going anti crocodiles and this sand and he's making a circle. You know, he's doing yeah. it for like when the sun's up and then he does it till the sun goes down. Then he pours fire, you know, like petrol or something into the circle. Yeah. Then he stands in the middle of the circle and fucking starts levitating and shit. And it looked really, you know, it could have been one of them, you know, the like very good trick at, of some, uh, some sort of like a fake here. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. were filming all the way around it. You know, had two cameramen on it and it looked fucking real. But we were walking around. You know, a bit when he did it for hours. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought... That's dedication, that. Yeah, it's to the scam. <laughs> you get Paul Daniels doing that <laughs> shit, didn't you? <laughs> oh, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> I always thought she looked a bit weird, Debbie McGinnis. Yeah, you know? definitely, yeah, definitely. Big eyes and that tiny, weak little chin. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. looked like a grey. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Mm. But no, so that's the first sight we've got. Wow, a good one. So we've got something here called Toy Beaver, which I quite like the sound of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Was that a robot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the Toy Beaver is saying, I was around five, give or take. I was going to church with my neighbour, Matt, and he was my only friend at the time because I hadn't started school yet. So going with him was a way of hanging out with somebody. So anyway, this particular day, we are playing outside and it's midday summer I suppose, and we were running around the church. 
On the sides, however, are grates in the ground with ditches probably three feet deep. So I'd imagine sort of like down into a cellar or, or yeah. airways for a cellar or something like that. So you imagine yeah. these grates in the ground with ditches yeah, beneath or something, yeah. yeah. So my guess is now because of lighting getting into the basement area or something, that's what that's what he, he supposes. So as we're prowling around the building and peering into the grated co- covered holes, we see what I can best describe as a troll. He had a huge reddish coloured nose nasty green skin and frayed brown hair. It was hideous. A comparable sight would be the thing in Ernest Scared Stupid, so I don't know what that is, so I think that's some sort of kids TV thing or something like that, right? So um, so I think the 34 year old now, so it's like obviously quite younger than us, it's an American, so it's it's something we probably wouldn't really know, right? And le- needless to say, we t- we legged it out of there, yelling and telling the adults, but nobody really sort of believed us or anything like that. But she said, he said, I never went down to that church again. And even after I got older, I never rode my bike down that road. Jeez. So they basically got so spooked that they couldn't really sort of like, just couldn't get their head around it. It was just too much. You, think, you know that bit when you're looking into a grate down... Again, it's nearly like a summoning. You know, trolls are under bridges and in dark, nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. went around and said, "Let's go look under loads of bridges today, troll hunting." Can you? I think you can summon some bad juju just by kind of looking for something in dark places. Yeah, I think you are inviting. If there, if 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 there yeah. is something, I think the way. Well, yeah, like it, you don't see you don't see anything unless you go looking. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's the thing. It's like you know, it's like I mean, again, back to Arthur C. Clarke. He said, like you know, um, if you haven't seen something strange in the sky, you haven't been looking up enough. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the soft and that's the truth of the matter, you know. You could spend the day now mm. looking up and looking up and glancing around and, and stuff, you know what I mean? On a clear day, say, you'd eventually see something. Just branching off what fucking did uh, out up years ago and we'd put is it that looks windows, what are those yeah, called? Yeah, 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 yeah And it's like looking out at window loads, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Have a beer, have a smoke, look out a window. It was a lovely view I'd never yeah. seen before, right down Air Valley and all that. Loved it. And I'm looking out, looking out, looking out. Then one day, this it looked, I thought it was like some kicking off bags. It was like a, you remember MASH, one of those helicopters? Oh, yeah. The really wired, yeah. steel-framed ones. One of them just popped up really close, flo- you know, flew about a bit in front, you know, you know, fair yeah. distance away from me, then just fell down into the valley and really, really swooped down. Oh, what the fuck was that? And I'm looking, couldn't hear it. Stood there for ages, just totally disappeared. And I'm like, what was that? Well, I might have an answer to that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there is out of Leeds Bradford Airport. There's a heliport there. Yeah. And these, the, the, for whatever reason, there is still quite regular, like oh, a proper old whirly bird. All right. Old, old style helicopter with yeah. a bubble, the bubble canopy. It looks yeah. like a, it looks like a, a um, that was it. That's what I saw. A, look, yeah. look like a, a dragonfly. Don't yeah, they? exactly. Like I thought that. dragonfly. Yeah. Right, well, but they sometimes use helicopters along the valley here yeah. where these the power lines are along the valley yeah. and they use helicopters to check the power lines of oh mate that would be it then because it, it, it did, didn't pop back up again it yeah. went to the valley and didn't well what will have happened is it had gone down and been flying along the valley checking the power lines ah, and come up further right. along the valley it just looks so odd to me to go down low and stay low but you've observed it that's what's yeah. important you see yeah, yeah. but the, again what's important isn't is about you've seen something and, and, and we're working together sort of like you yeah. know yeah. But it's that bit, you're right, if you're looking, you do end up seeing shit. Yeah, you see yeah. something. You see something absolutely peculiar. You know, there's yeah. always there's always oddities to be seen. And something that's been seen here by um, Rhetorical Oracle 80, wow. that's a bit of a weird one, 
that they say or she says that I saw something like that too. Not like you, more like Warren yeah. Goblin. Still, you know? <laughs> How does she fucking know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, <she's> <laughs> <laughs> I was pregnant, so this is probably nine years ago. I was leaving the bathroom and stepped into the hallway, and there were two bedrooms on either end, but our bedroom was to the left. In my peripheral vision, I first saw it. It was peering out from under my bed, oh. smiling. Oh. <laughs> it had a little round head, sort of pale greenish grey skin, and what looked like pointed teeth. I did a double take at it and kept moving. It never moved, just looked at me grinning. I would describe it as an imp or golem like Lord of the Rings. So, and, and it's, I've also read other posts describing something similar to what I've seen. How do you go to bed that night? This is it. It's just it's ruined, isn't it? You have yeah. to set fire to house. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, that's it, because that's always the, the, the constant fear. Something under the bed. Yeah. Something yeah. under the bed. And then you've seen something under the bed. You think, oh, that's fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now getting in a bed again. What do you have to no. buy a hammock or something? Yeah, but the, good thing you drag the mattress off and sleep on that on the floor or whatever. Yeah. But then right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll just get in with you. I am. Uh, <laughs> That's bad. It is. I'm getting the head of that. Mm. I'm a bit funny with beds. Like I don't like a bed. All my mates, you know, they always used to just have a mattress on the floor. You know? Oh yeah. I hated that. Like, oh, why bother with bedstead and all this sort of stuff? Students and stuff. Yeah. It's like I just like don't be animals. Have a word for yourself. I've been sleeping loud for about three years. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even cross my mind, Arky. <laughs> oh, goblins! Yeah, <laughs> full of bed. Full bed of goblins. Yeah, just done it. You're so pissed. It's just like that time, and they're all snuggled in. We are like something blabbering. Oh god, no, no duvet. It's just goblins. Yeah. You know, oh shit. Oh, you're Denny. Little snuggle round, you keep your lad. Yeah, goblins. So we've got one more now from Lilu980, right? Who's another Reddit user, and they say. When I was 15, I'm 25 now, I'd just moved to Florida with my mum and younger sister so that my mum could marry this guy. Sounds great, mm. marrying Florida guy. Yeah. We were living in an efficiency apartment. Now, I don't know what one of them is. It doesn't sound good, no, though. No, it don't, does it? No. No, it sounds a bit bleak. So we'd been there about a week, and it was New Year's Eve, so my mum and her guy had gotten a hotel room for some privacy. Oh, oh nice. That's yeah. When the bell goes, just think about me scutting your mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, enjoy. Get <laughs> 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 yourself some popcorn. Yeah, like hooting at it. Yeah. Get, get muffed out by this fucking <laughs> yeah. Some really noisy sex. Yeah. <laughs> we want some privacy. We're going to go get a hotel room. Oh, Look after the appointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So my sister and I were watching the pineapple drop. Now this is this is, is the it's the Florida version of the ball dropping. You know, like you see, uh, you have it on like a lot of things for New Year's. You're right, America, yeah, yeah. The ball rises to the top of something yeah, drops. Just, it's like, yeah, happy New the Year. Pineapple drop. Yeah, so that's that's the Florida version. So I was laying on a futon in the bed position. And my sister was lying on a small couch perpendicular to the futon or futon. Uh, she'd fallen asleep and the festivities were over, so I muted the TV but left it on for the light. I was nervous being out by ourselves in a new state. So these kids are nervous. Aww. There's a lot of palm and on their own, 15 and probably 12 or something. 
So I'm just laying there trying to fall asleep when I heard a giggle from underneath the futon. Fucking hell. A giggle from underneath it. Ugh. <laughs> and it said, um, I looked over at my sister and even reached over and shook her to see if she was messing with me, but she was still sound asleep. And it took me a few minutes, but I finally got the courage to lean over the futon and look underneath. It was dark, so I couldn't see much. But I saw two beady little eyes and a oh. big pointy grin. Oh, Jesus Christ. I immediately popped my head back up and grabbed my cell phone to use the screen for light and looked under the foot one again, but it was gone. There was absolutely nothing under there, so there wasn't any chance of me mistaking something else for a creature in my fear. We moved out of that place and into an actual house within the week, so I never saw or heard it again. Oh. Now, this is something, this is one of these little hidden things, is this? And this is that niggles at me because people, you say goblin, and people think, oh yeah, it's something mm. it's off a TV show, you think it's mm. off Lord of the Rings, or you think it's off these little big goblins. But the, the term goblin, you hear elves, you hear gnomes, pixies, all this sort of mm. stuff, but goblin. Where's, that, where's Goblin coming from? Mm. Is this, I think it's an Eastern, more Eastern, sort of like a European or Scandinavian thing as a Goblin is. I think it was a great um, uh, 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 piece of classical music, was it? The Lair of Goblin King, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I think it was, that. Yeah, so, that's, so that's why I sort of think perhaps that's the origins of Goblin. Mm. But it almost, to me, it is small and trollish of some sort, you yeah. know. What do you think? Goblin? Well, and I like think Lord of the Rings, don't you? Get to Goblin's Head. He did do really good work about blending real stories in there. Exactly. You know yes. what I mean? So it's not a, it's not a fancy of you yeah. know that Lord of the Rings fan- franchise or the t- or the books or anything like that. I can't remember the. the it feels like something with humans. You get like some offshoot of us or something. Like yeah. That. I don't know. Well, they say it's either elves or goblins, which are. I mean, I'd I'd heard somewhere that it's like elves got taken and transformed into goblins. Yeah, somehow. that's it. Yeah, I've yeah. heard something about that. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what the actual origins or how it works. I find it quite hard researching goblin stuff or real. Because do you know what the biggest problem is? There's something about goblins in some computer game somewhere. Yeah. And so this, you know, you, you start looking at goblins online. <laughs> yeah, and it's just full of computer just games. Just yeah, you go. What you need to do to get around this fix is this and this, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, oh, you need. Know, like, ah, I can't follow this. This is, you know, it's not right. Yeah. But it's and so that is totally muddied the goblin world, as it were. You it's know? funny. It's goblin isn't like you're gobbling something up. You know what I mean? It's a funny um, word, isn't it? Well, it's yeah, but it could be the case that you are. You're acting like a little greedy little goblin, but about goblin. But then yeah, I, I wouldn't don't get, I wouldn't mix up too much the sort of like the origins of certain words because you get a lot of crossovers in English language yeah, yeah. because we do we, we're not a romance language we're a sort of Germanic kind of language yeah. ours, you know mixed with Celtic as well so yeah, it's yeah. like you know we've got sort of Celtic roots as well with our with the Cornish Welsh mm. Irish and, um, and sort of Scottish languages mm. some of those blend into ours along with a lot of the Germanic ones as well so we've got this weird little mix of our languages mm. so because you get these crossovers it's like, for example, when you go up the East Coast, you'll see these weird names of all this sort of like Fangfoss, Wet Wang, yeah, all these blubber, odd, yeah, yeah blubber. Yeah, you get all these sort of like weird names. Yeah. But then as you, as you get away from there, down towards Cornwall, they all totally change. Yeah. But because they might use a word for something there, it might, it might. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it's like which, is it? <coughs> which way is it, or which that's burned the, the that's, witch? That, yeah, I said it the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, but you've actually made it a lot clearer there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good way of putting it, you know. Mm. So you do have these, and then, but weirdly enough, everybody in know who English is their second language, 
that's what they celebrate most about English. Right. They love those nuances uh, of little words that can be the same and even sometimes have like whole sentences. I think this is the word buffalo, isn't it? You can say yeah, buffalo, yeah, you yeah. said it. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Yeah, 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 that's it. So these, the, you know, and and that's what the kind of they celebrate uh, rather than thinking, well, you're all bloody awkward because yeah, your language is so stupid. Busy. Yeah, it's quite cute in all yeah. So, Ooh. but yeah, so that's goblins. So, so yeah. they keep an eye out for goblins. So, but one thing I will say is, if anybody out there has anything that you might sort of think, well, that's something really weird, but it can't have been real because of this. Yeah. You might have had a goblin encounter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, so if you've had anything that you could say, and it, no matter how tenuous as well, because yeah. that seems to be the way it kind of taps in. You think, well, do you know what? Just for a half a second, there, I thought I saw something, yeah. and then it was gone, so I can't have seen it. But if you did see something, give us a shout. Get so let us know, yeah, crackandcovepodcast yeah. at gmail.com. You know, give us a shout on there, or you can find us on the socials, like I said before. Just give us a DM or a message on there straight away. And check well, under your beds. Yeah. Check your cupboards. Yeah. Check yeah. down the church grate. That's it. So they always used to say, like, watch the skies. Yeah. No, but just like. Get looking. Yeah. Look underneath. Yeah. yeah. And be careful. <laughs> <laughs>
and he was one of the officers of strate- uh, from the Office of Strategic Services, which is a thing that became the CIA later oh, on. All right, so yeah. these things kind of get mentioned and stuff. He's one of these real shadowy characters. Yeah, yeah. And what we're looking at is sort of like ways to sort of like uh, outfox the Axis enemies. They describe yeah. it as what they wanted. They wanted new methods to sort of like um, with dirty tricks to sort yeah, of like absolutely yeah. bamboozle and defeat the enemy. Yeah. So they were looking at unconventional weaponry. This is something we're looking at later on in the curve as well, like different yeah. episodes, unconventional weaponry, because not like Billy Bunker. Yeah, it is, in it? It's really dark, some yeah. of this stuff, the weird. So they were using one of these ones they were looking at is things like explosive pancake mix. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, I don't know how that works, right? <laughs> a good one, of course, which I think was a good idea, but a, a, a nasty idea, was the incendiary bombs strapped to live bats. Ooh. Because what they do is they release them by planes. I think we did again discuss it on the curve, but, yeah. but over Japan because a lot of their uh, wooden straw roofs. Yeah. So what happened is these. Um, uh, oh, he's in fact he was listening. What yeah. was the um, that one in your, uh, Ukraine? Yeah, that queen that, yeah, lady, the, yeah, yeah with birds. Yeah, so it's same thing yeah, as yeah. that, where they actually released the incendiary bombs with timers on on bats. So it would go and roost in the rooftops. Yeah, like daytime, like, quickly they go. I don't yeah, know that's that, it, yeah. yeah. So the uh, the working um, one thing and a foul-smelling spray that wanted that mimics the smell of shit. <laughs> so they're just going to basically smell the stink, the smell of shit everywhere. Which <laughs> they start dropping pamphlets. You smell of shit. Yeah, the stink bombs everywhere, right? <laughs> so the um, but then they had the weird one of the weirdest and most desperate ones they talked of was Operation Fantasia. Now it's the brainchild of the OSS psychological warfare strategist Ed Salinger an eccentric businessman who would run an import-export business in Tokyo before the war. Salinger's business dealings had given him a cursory introduction to the Japanese culture. He'd learned the language, collected the art, studied the superstitions, and which is the reason why the OSS hired him. Operation Fantasia, depicts the organisation in 1943, would destroy the Japanese morale by exposing soldiers and civilians to a Shinto portent of doom. <laughs> what? Well, Shinto is their religion. Yeah. So, which oh, you, you're, you're very much aware of, you spent a lot more time in the East than me, you know, but uh, it's like, because I've never been to the East. <laughs> 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 but unless you can't in East Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm really into Eastern religions. <laughs> you know, like, Scarborough. Yeah. Yorkshire <laughs> puddings and yeah. whippies. So they have. You know, their beliefs in spirit beliefs in certain creatures and demons and yeah, things like yeah. this, you see. And that's, th- that's what the mindset was. That we're going to sort of like, uh, we want to sort of like uh, expose them to something terrifying. Salinger wrote in a memo, The foundation for the proposal rests upon the fact that the modern Japanese is subject to superstitions, beliefs in evil spirits, and unnatural manifestations but can, which can be provoked and stimulated. Fucking hell, like a fake Godzilla attack or something. Well, you got to remember this is pre-Godzilla. Oh yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. pre-Godzilla. Is this? It's only by the bombing of Hiroshima and things like this that the uh, which of the I will I can report there is a new uh, Godzilla movie coming out. Oh wow! Of the traditional type as well. Yeah, so it's like the proper suit. Japanese in the yeah. suit sort of cool. thing, right? And it's uh, and I think it's called uh, Godzilla minus one. Mm-hmm. 
and it's called minus one which was because during world war two japan was bombed to zero to nothing ah yeah yeah and that is when godzilla strikes oh wow after all fire bombs and nuclear bombs so yeah so it smashes really... it into minus one it's oh, not oh <laughs> wow so that sounds epic that does doesn't it dark, dark and epic yeah, yeah. So, mm. which makes sense because that's the point where Godzilla was meant to be woken up by the nuclear bomb yeah. blasts. Yeah. So it does make sense to set it in that period. Yeah, so, yeah away. so watch the cinemas, guys. Straight out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Vince Horton, the historian and curator of the International Spy Museum, writes in his book *Nuking the Moon*. The Operation Fantasia demonstrated the breadth of racism, ethnocentrism, and general disregard for Japanese culture held by many, if not most, of the top American military intelligence and political leadership. So mainly what he's saying is they, they thought that they had such a low regard for the Japanese. They saw them basically just nothing better than savages at the time. Yeah, yeah. They really did. And they thought they could be easily spooked. Yeah. They could be like, you know, sort of like almost like any little savage we can sort of spook the chaps, yeah, you know, with, yeah. with something they're scared of, you know what I mean? And they thought they were gullible. Well, this is the biggest problem they had with the Japanese. They completely underestimated the power mm. and resilience of the Japanese. Yeah, you yeah. Know, dedication. Dedication and intelligence. Yeah. You know, amazing, amazing culture. You know, all you have to do is look back on the history of it. Mm. But they didn't. They looked, they scratched the surface. Mm. Used some business. Took the bit they wanted, you know look, what I mean? That's it. This is it. And this is something that very much fed to the uh, American culture as a whole. They basically mm. did just say, like, you know, uh, after World War Two, when they're going to be nuking everybody there, it's like you know these, these you know the little uh, better again, little better than goblins. Yeah. So we're going to nuke them back into the holes, kind Jesus. of thing. You know, it was that kind of thing. Absolutely awful bit of business. So one thing that they'd sort of seen was in reality, uh, but you know, they thought they were gullible. They thought they were sort of like uh, easily spooked and stuff. But in reality, the Japanese culture of yokai, the realm of animals that explains the paranormal, resembles the folklore of any other culture. Yeah. So yeah, so a scholar, Michael Dylan Foster, writes, thinking about the genesis of yokai then is really uh, is a philosophical problem. It helps us explore how human beings struggle to grasp, interpret, and control the world around them. So it's not something you are expecting to see little beast in, right? Mm. But the one they came up with more than anything else was the fox. Ah, yeah, so popular, the kitsune, the fox-shaped spirit with magical abilities. Yeah. Now, because that came out foremost in their thinking in this sort of plan for, uh, for um, Operation Fantasia, they thought that they would be terrified by the image of foxes. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So the OSS dreamt up a gaggle of ideas first. The first idea, right, was personnel and the fashioned fox-shaped balloons to fly over Japanese villages. Okay, weird. <laughs> right? They thought that was going to shit everyone up, right? <laughs> they also asked a whistle company to create an instrument that sounded like fox sounds. So they thought, oh, the sound of fox is going to shit everybody up, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's weird. So in addition to the balloons and the whistles, the OSS hired another company to create artificial fox odours. <laughs> Fox I can smell yeah. a fox! Shit! <laughs> yeah. So Salinger thought that Japanese citizens would somehow recognise this scent and cower in fear. Oh god, that's yeah. weird. But despite the best efforts, balloons, whistles and smells are uh, abandoned as impractical before being deployed. So instead, the SS reverted to Salinger's original plan. Mm. 
catch whale foxes in China and Australia, <laughs> spray paint them with glowing paint, oh, <laughs> and what? release them throughout Japanese <laughs> villages. <laughs> <laughs> what? You couldn't do anything. I don't understand it. Right, so first, oh, so the first thing that was, there's a lot of logistical hurdles. Right, what kind of paint should be used? So the United States Radium Corporation provided an answer in the form of its glow-in-the-dark paint, which contained radium. Jesus, nuclear foxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nuclear foxes. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, the hell Just to look true. We're releasing nuclear fucking foxes. That's well scarier. So the health risks associated with the paint weren't unknown. As early as 1917, we're going to cover the radium girls at one point. Oh, I think we have discussed them. With paint thing. Yeah, oh, that's it, yeah. Jesus. Women detailing uh, watch straps with luminous paint suffered from anemia, broken bones, and necrosis of the jaw, a result of them using their pursed lips to shape the contaminated brush tips into a fine point. Anyway, they didn't give a shit about that. Mm. They used nuclear paint on the foxes, oh, right? The next roadblock is getting a radioactive paint to adhere to animal first. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> digging at a stupid old. So they turned to Harry Nymphius, weirdly enough, a veterinary at the Central Park Zoo. In his tenure at the zoo, Nymphius had dealt with issues as varied as a paralysed elephant and a canary with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, good experience. <laughs> he recruited the help of a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Recruiting! Who was more than willing to have his fur painted in exchange for his daily allotment of food? The raccoon was kept under lock and key, hidden from public view. After several days of ordinary raccoon shenanigans, <laughs> the paint stayed on. Oh, success! To find out whether the foe's supernatural foxes would actually frighten the Japanese, right? <laughs> <laughs> They'll say they brought a lot of Japanese people to the zoo to look at it. The OSS decided to release 30 nuclear glowing foxes in Washington DC's Rock Creek Park to gauge the reaction of the locals. Oh, mate, so they're trying to scare Japanese, but they'll try scaring the Americans. Yeah. Nah, it's just madness. If the foxes spooked the Americans, the logic went, certainly they would scare the Japanese even more. <laughs> <laughs> They're pissed up, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. On a summer night in 1945, OSS personnel released the foxes in the park and the creatures scampered along the trails with promising results. Mm. The sights of the ghostly apparitions at first confused and then terrified passerby, passersby. <laughs> on their evening strolls. <laughs> One citizen was so concerned that he notified the National Park Police, which reported on the incident. Horrified citizens, shocked by the sudden sight of the leaping ghost-like animals, fled from the dark recesses of the park <laughs> with the screaming genies. <laughs> but then another barrage of procedural questions surfaced. How would the foxes get to the Japanese islands? What a waste of fucking time! The OSS had initially planned to drop them in the ocean and let them swim ashore, but it wasn't clear. It's <laughs> gonna come out of your dickheads! You need to do that with raccoon! But it wasn't clear whether they would survive such an excursion. Could foxes swim long distances? Oh, here we go, next experiment! <laughs> 
<laughs> he sucks to be a fucking fox at this ah, time, no. Nymphius gave his word that they could, but Salinger's team devised another experiment <laughs> to test them. <laughs> Under the cloak of an early morning fog, OSS personnel packed a group of captured foxes onto a boat destined for the middle of Chesapeake Bay. The foxes paced inside their small cages, and when the engine cut off, they became frantic. One by one, the personnel threw them overboard <laughs> into the cold, brackish water. <laughs> You're covered in scratches, dear. What have you been doing all day? Well, well love. Well, well, you don't want to know. <laughs> Why are your arms glow in the dark? Why have you got cancer? <laughs> Long story, love. Yeah, where's my tea? <laughs> the foxes swam and survived mm. to the delight of the OSS team. <laughs> delight. Yeah. The dry or wet run for the Japanese invasion had been a success. But by the time the foxes reached the shore, most of the paint had washed oh, off. Here we go. Yep. And within minutes of stepping onto the beach, the animals licked off the rest of the remaining <laughs> radioactive paint. Oh. The aquatic foxes concept had proven a bust after all. If Operation Fantasia was to go forward, the foxes would have to be dropped on shore. Mm, parachutes. But the greatest challenge, Ed Salinger predicted, would come from the foxes come after the foxes were already in place. To his knowledge, nobody had ever trained foxes. What would keep them in the vicinity of people and stop them running in the wrong direction if they encountered gunfire or barrage? Oh, mate, this is madness, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> carrying on with it, it's such a shit idea, and then carrying on with it. So Salinger's solution was simple. Strength in numbers. <laughs> if enough foxes are released, some will get through. <laughs> oh, wow. And on the off chance that the foxes failed, he suggested painting readily available minks, muskrats, raccoons and coyotes as well. All <laughs> <laughs> Noah's Ark of them. So... Salinger's off-the-wall idea got even stranger, if that's possible. Oh, God, wow. In one newly discovered OSS memo found at the Army Heritage and Education Centre in Pennsylvania, he wrote that he had learned of a peculiar potent manifestation of the Fox legend. So this is a different angle to yeah. it. A version of the superstition that has supposedly terrified the Japanese even more that appears in the form of a fox bearing a death's head on his crown. Mm. His plan to capitalise on this information bears repeating in his own words. We have made a stuffed fox with a human skull <laughs> affixed into his head, equipped with a simple mechanical device for raising and lowering the jaw so as to stimulate the opening and closing of the mouth of the skull. This stuffed figure will be painted to give the same luminous effects as the case of the live foxes. Uh. And Salinger suggested draping the taxidermid fox body in black cloth painted with glowing bones <laughs> <laughs> oh. and lifting this fox-human hybrid into the air with a balloons or kite as if it was levitating to have an even greater demoralising effect on the Japanese. Oh, I, don't, I do not understand this at all. It's just, it, it, it's, it, it's just unbelievable. 
And it's, it's basically he's got these glowing bones, all these little tiny glowing bones, and a little fox head, and then a mouth going. He's not scaring the army, he's just scaring the people, isn't it? Or yeah. a few people. Or... Well, it's this thing of morale, of trying to break morale all the time. You know, everything you do, is, it's like blanket bombing buildings and cities and everything like that. People say it's going to break morale. If you attack mm. people on their own land, you never break morale. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. It can't happen. This is why the Blitz spirit was what it was. Yeah, yeah. This is why even like where everyone got out in the pots and pans during the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. Once you're under duress, people do genuinely pull together. Yeah, you know where to go. You know what I mean? You've got no other option. Yeah, that's it. We're we are tribal people yeah. and we, we'll bicker and we'll snipe and we'll get at each other but whenever we've got a f- common foe we we'll band together and try to kill it yeah. and even if it's glowing foxes or anything <laughs> like that but in case just in, but just in case none of his previous plans worked Salinger included an addendum to the memo titled Fox Possessed Human Beings <laughs> <laughs> in this case Japanese citizens sympathetic to the Allied cause would simulate persons possessed of the fox spirit, who were to strange chance purportedly emanating from the fox spirit. Essentially, they would run around in a semi-deranged state, yelling about foxes. Oh God, he's <laughs> mad! He's obsessed with foxes! Uh, Salinger yeah. <laughs> cautioned the OSS planning staff that the creation of a fox-possessed human army was in the planning stages only. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, glowing foxes and chattering teeth. Jesus. This is it. None of the aforementioned hairbraid schemes ever went beyond the planning and experiment. You can tell why, can't you? Wow. It's just, just mad. But apparently this Lovell, who, who came up with this originally, all this stuff, he's known as Professor Moriarty in the OSS. And he just, apparently, he just had this thing of making mad ideas and suggestions and just coming up with them. People thinking, I think it's because there were so few ideas at the time. Yeah. They just all like, let's give it a go, boys. Yeah. And because he had so much money. Nobody yeah. expected that the actual Americans would have so much money. The war effort would really just generate millions and millions and millions of them. Yeah, I think that's the first time they tasted the power of war. Yeah. You know, like the machine kicked in. They thought, God, we can do it. Everybody's working. Everybody's getting paid. And everybody's really happy. Yeah, know? this is it. And what and they always talk about, what's the, what's the pay of war? Where do you get your wages? Mm. And it's in land and for new places. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. domination of other areas. Yeah. So, of course, they invaded. You know, they've got Japan. They've got all these other places. Mm-hmm. They've got parts of Germany. They've got and parts. allies and deals and stuff, innit? And all yeah. that sort of stuff with other countries. You know, you've got you to get some people on your, on your shirt sleeves or whatever. Yeah, it is, no, it? yeah absolutely. Yeah, you're, 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 I think it is. It's your shirt tails. Something like that. I know what you mean. Yeah, I was thinking it through as well. But no, you are right. It's like it's like people sort of like in it, well it's, it's it's the first it's the beginnings of globalization mm. you know when you have a world war then what does world what for want of a better word peace look like and yeah, it's deals yeah. deals deals you know mm. selling you know exploiting others selling to others whatever exactly. might be so that's mad ideas you know say that we won the war nearly directly down to a fucking tramp getting washed up on a beach pretending to be a fucking officer with some secret yeah. coat in his pants you know Operation I mean? Mincemeat yeah exactly yeah. Just that's fucking mental yeah. but great you sometimes know, it, it happens yeah, yeah. this is it or there's even like the tank the reason why the tank is called a tank is because they were put in boxes. There was almost that the, these they were sort of sent, semi-built to France mm. with the actual tanks. Yeah. 
they didn't know what to call these armoured devices, so they, they claimed they were just water tanks for storage. Uh, so they were just known as the ultimate, the box was just called tank. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's how they called it. Yeah, so just you water tank. Yeah, yeah. It just, just, just mental, and that's what mm -hmm. just, the name Fox was. Yeah, yeah and the weird ideas like yeah. that. Which sounds an interesting fella, though, mad as an arse. Yeah, <laughs> mad as an arse. <laughs> but yeah, this is the thing, though, it's like in Japan, the world, dude. But it, what is, again, we, we are going to have to do a Japanese spirit special. Yeah, yeah we are. Well, yeah. I, keep, I keep saying we're so going to do So interesting, different, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, this is it. I'm very, very lucky. I mean, to be quite honest, if a couple of weeks ago I was very lucky. I might mention it before I'm here. I got very lucky to look through some very high quality Japanese pornography. Oh, yeah, yeah you said that, yeah. yeah. And some of the stuff on there is just insane. Is it? Yeah, he's insane saying so yeah well, well maybe maybe there's a bit of a crossover there as well so we'll give us one give us one porno picture that were crazy not the right. squid one not the squid one no but i did see one of the books that that was from but yeah. somebody had stolen that picture from it yeah uh. well the two the two of the ones that really stuck out to me was two people shagging and they always do massive dicks on the Japanese blokes yeah, to these yeah. things. So they, they always have these massive puppy veiny throbbers <laughs> with tons of pubes. Like. <laughs> oh. And there's always one of the biggest things that's always going on in Japanese porn is there's always peeping going on. Ah, right. It's a big thing. Is like these much servants might be looking at you or yeah. watching. Another weird one is like older couples mm -hmm. sort of very much encouraging like the hair, the rumpy pumpy going on in the next room between the sort of like paper walls yeah. and they kind of there's always knowing looks between older couples uh, going, oh, I remember when we used to do yeah, this, sort of like, yeah. you know, back in the day, we had fun, <laughs> didn't we? There's a lot of, but these, these are things we see, even like 1780s, one of these ones was from 1660, that uh -huh. was looking sort of like, you know what I mean? This is, these are old, yeah, yeah. you know, these are prints from sort of like, yeah, basically at the time of the Great Fire of London, these are some of these prints I'm looking at, uh -huh. you know what I mean? It's like very, very old stuff. But all very relevant in that sort of sense. But one of the weirdest ones was mm -hmm. these people sort of shagging and having it away in this lovely sort of like room. And then this outside peeking over a wall is like a peeping Tom. Yeah. Right? And you can see by the look in his eyes, he's super excited. <laughs> yeah. That when you pan down, his dick's got such a bone, it smashed through the <laughs> wall. <laughs> through the rice paper or through fence? Through wall! Through wall! Yeah, through wall is wow. concrete bits of stone and stuff all over the place. Smash. And not poking through that. Oh, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, a bit of humour to yeah. it. And another good one was one of these wonderful books. It's starting up in the front page of this really beautiful book of pornography. Yeah, yeah. And on the front there's a ninja. Wow. Right, it looks really sort of like, oh, what's, what's going on? He's got his cock out too. Yeah. Well, no, you lift up the ninja's mask. There's yeah. no, hey, he's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Just one stealthy dick. Yeah, but one, it's, no, I had just a massive boner. Wow, deadly dick. Yeah, deadly dick. That's good, <laughs> is it that time already? It's that time already. That's flown. Yeah. I right yeah. enjoyed that. We've been all over. We have. 
proper all yeah, over no, there. It's been all over. It's been, I've enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, yeah lots of a bit of variety. Yeah, that's lovely being back. Lovely one for the hundred as well. Yeah, like you say, each fun. cove is special. Big, big classic cove. I think, yes, you know what I mean. Yes. It's good to have Pete back as well in it. Yeah, it is. It's cozy. Every the gang's back together, isn't it? Yeah, fish fingers are gonna be back on the table. Oh mate, you know it. God, I miss fish fingers. I really have. Oh, it's proper do massive sandwiches later. Yeah, that'd be grand. We'll have to do yeah. that. That'd be great. After we clean up that swath puffing. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. I feel a bit bad about that now. Yeah, but it worked. Look at them all looking at us. Yeah. <laughs> all, all sons and daughters. Shit, that's a point. We don't mm. want to grow it puffins. Mm. Like don't dolphins will have them again, won't it? They're all fucking orca. Oh shit. Keep getting in it, don't Us and wildlife. <laughs> hey ho. Mm. So right, so we've got room for one more oh, little arcade, nice. right? And this is great, this is about an assassination. Oh, right. Assassination in China is this. So this is a, a businessman, right, called Tan Yu Hui. Hired a hitman to take out his competitor for $282,000. Right, so big wallet money, you know what I mean? Yeah, but business really, is yeah. business and he wants to be the top. He wants to be the top dog, right? But then the issue was then that hireman, sort of contra that hitman contracted out. All right. So he decided, right, okay, so you've got another hitman to do the job. So they thought, right, get this cutting deal, we'll get, we'll get this sorted out. $141,000. So you're basically giving 50% of the cut. Mm. Still a lot of money. Yes. A yeah. lot of money is that for a hitman, right? So then this hitman thought, right, I'm going to contract this out. Oh, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so he hired a hitman. Who hired a hitman? Oh no way! Who hired a hitman? Shit! The plan crumbled when this final hitman hired a hitman, <laughs> and he named only as uh, met the competitor, this guy who wanted to be assassinated. Right? He yeah. decided to meet up with him. Told him, he says, "Look, he says you're a bit bothered because I've just been hired to kill you, and I don't want to do it." Oh! <laughs> and he says, "Why don't we just fake your death?" Yeah. And call it quits. Yeah, I like that. Right? All six men, the five hitmen and this final guy, or this tan, this competitor, the one who what, hired the yeah, hitmen, yeah. right, like this, were convicted of attempted murder by the court in Nanying, Guangxi province, following a trial that lasted three years. Oh, that's some complicated trial. <laughs> it's just, man, you know, where do you, where do you sort of like go start. from that? Where do you start? <laughs> It's the saga of the subcontracted hitmen dates back to a professional dispute in 2013. It's taken so long wow. to sort out. When Mr. Wei took legal action against Tan's firm, the Nanning Intermediate Courts, uh, People's Court said on its website. Scared of losing money or fighting a lengthy court case, Tan contacted hitman Zi Guanggun and offered him 2 million yen to kill Mr. Wei. But of course, nobody wanted to do it. They just contracted out, yeah. contracted out, contracted out. So in total, people were offered, first of all, it was like 270,000 yen, then 500,000 yen afterwards. There was all these little deals were going yeah, on in, yeah. in between it all. <laughs> you want to see them all there? Look at them all. Oh, my God. So they, they, were all sent, they were all sent down at the same time. It's weird that they're hitmen and they're not doing the job. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, that's... A, well... They do say that, don't they? This is, this is, the, the concept of a hitman is a super rare thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, I'm going to give you a bit of telly if you oh, want to, nice. which is a really good thing that's been on Love TV a bit recently. Yeah, I think it's been on ITV, this. And I can't remember, I think it was called Murder in the Alps or something like this. Right. And it was the kid. Not that French Yes. Stuff. Oh, fucking weird stuff. That is awful. Did you see, have you seen the no, TV? No, no. Three part special. Oh, shit, they got to the bottom of it. 
And what's it? Oh, cool. So it's a three-part special on what happened was, it was an Iraqi national, once a national, but yeah. he lived, he's lived in the UK for most of his life. I think he fled here when he was about six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he lives and works in the UK, him and his brother live here still. And um, he decided to go on a holiday to France in the Alps, yeah. a caravan holiday. Um, but while the pack the caravan at campsite and stuff, and we took a drive up into the hills, and while he was there, at a lay-by, just right up in the remote mountains, yeah. He'd got out to look at a, a a sign with a map on it. Yeah. So on the layabout, you know, you see him. Yeah, so you yeah. can say you are here, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So he's looking at this, right? Um, a French cyclist pulls up to sort of say, yeah, yeah, and he's sort of saying, like, hey, how are you doing? You're right. Yeah. From out of nowhere pops an assassin carrying a luger. Oh. Just starts blaming away. Whoa. So he shoots the cyclist. He shoots the driver of the car. Yeah. But he only kind of wings him, so he jumps back in the car, reverses the car up gets it bogged down in the earth, oh. so the car's trapped on the oh earth, and all God. he can do then is look up through his windscreen as he's trying to get the car off, right, there's entire family in the car, oh man, pop, 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 the guy just starts shooting through the windscreen, right, yeah. his daughter was already out of the car, she's running around yeah. the car trying to get away, he shoots her, and then goes in the back and shoots his wife uh, um, and mother-in-law, girl, I thought a girl lived, well, what happened was the police turned up and found uh, the, the scene. Yeah. They found the girl on the floor, and they, she'd been shot once, then pummeled with the with the pistol to kill oh. her. Like, she survived. Oh, poor. Right. Little so they put the conned everything off to the police. Got everything sorted out. Eight hours later, they eventually opened the car up and they found the four-year-old daughter and the footwell in the back survived unhurt. Was oh. cowering in it and hidden. Oh. The French police fucked it up completely. Oh, fuck! Eight oh, that's a, the trauma <laughs> of that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then then it tells you about the full investigation. Really wow, I am watching that yeah, tonight. Yeah, I think he's called Murder in the Alps. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Another top tip. I oh, love it. Well yeah. done, our kid. Crack and Cove, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> With a bit of telly. So there we are, kid. I think what we need to do now is get oven on and let's see what yeah. uh, what Pete comes back with from the... Uh, do you because. know how many we're going to have? Go on. A hundred fish fingers. Oh, how <laughs> wonderful. Till they're all coming out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> the century. <laughs> 50 each, our kid. Oh, I'm we can do that. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's to another hundred cracking curves, oh, Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for listening, everybody. We yeah, really keep appreciate with it. Yeah, keep hanging in. Spread the word if you can, because actually the old listener numbers have been up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we've got about four now. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep listening. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the word of the curve yeah and yeah. we're going to hopefully in the next next few episodes we're going to sort of try up in our game a little bit but yeah. you know we're all being very very busy boys you know and I'm trying to keep on the old art career and stuff exactly. like that exactly yeah. you are a very busy boy yeah <coughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> so it, all it remains for me to say is a big bye bye from Matt it's a bigger bye bye from Benjamin and guys take <laughs> take care <laughs> there are three ways you may contact either by email at crackandcoldpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at crackandcold or Instagram at crackandcoldpod ha ha